0: Well, John and Nick, welcome to the podcast. Fantastic to have you along. I'm sitting here in John's office uh, and uh, on a beautiful almost uh, spring day here in Brisbane. So uh, perhaps just to get started, well, John, might start with you. Um, Obviously, you own a couple of businesses, which we're talking about today. Tell us a little bit about um, your current professional responsibilities.
1: Okay, thank you, Richard. Um, Yeah, currently, I'm Managing Director of two companies, Piping Specialty Supply, and also CST Hire, which is a specialised truck hire business, um, starting with PWS because I started that eight years ago when I sold out of previous vehicle hire business I was um, was running, um, and I wanted to continue the relationship I'd built up over twenty plus years within the pipeline industry. So I looked around the market, tried, identified products that were, um, in my view, not being adequately serviced and started representing different suppliers from around the world. Um, the product was quite a mixed match of products in the early days, but it's now blended into quite a unique product range, and we have both hire product and rental. Most of the rental equipment is quite specialised as well for anything to do with pipe, whether it's steel or poly. We've got equipment that can cut it, bevel it, uh, weld it, um, clean it, coat it, protect it, almost anything that's coming along you know, we do have an extensive range of products and we're also well known I guess again across both businesses for our can-do attitude of we find a solution for our client um, and so we're based here in Brisbane and the PSSS goods go all over the country uh, we've got some of our rental equipment based in Perth to save the Cost of uh, relocating it all the time, and uh, yeah, going nicely. Team of around ten, uh, a couple of BDMs covering the country, and uh, backup and support service as well. Okay, so um, you're obviously supplying the
0: product, uh, but when it's actually being installed or maintained in the field, you do, that's not done by your team,
1: correct? No, we're very much a supplier only. We won't cross the line and and um, Um, provide a service, Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't want to be competing with our clients, so uh, product only, uh, and we we work across a broad range of clients that either do it themselves or contract others and of course we can suggest uh, subcontractors if they don't have the capacity to do it themselves but Mm -hmm. we don't do it.
0: Okay and then the other business?
1: CST Hire, um, not quite as old, we started that four or five years ago. when an opportunity came up and we've grown that very aggressively and very rapidly to at the end of June we had 200 and something on the fleet, um, got uh, uh, a big order book in front of us for additional fleet and uh, very optimistic about the future for that business, in fact for both businesses over the next two to three years. Okay and when you say an
0: opportunity came along, what was that? what was that?
1: Prior to that I had a restrained trade, I wasn't able to get back into the truck hire or vehicle Mm -hmm. hire business, Um, that uh, disappeared so the opportunity came up and I certainly knew from being still involved in the pipeline industry that there was a marked need for uh, a professional provider of vehicles to work on projects.
0: So the predominant client base for CST hire is also in the pipeline
1: industry? It started out that way, but uh-huh. it's now a lot broader. Mm-hmm. Um, it must probably counts for 30 or 40% of the base okay. um, clients. But as I said, over particularly through COVID and even before COVID, we have broadened that market of that mm-hmm. business quite significantly, whereas mm-hmm. PSSS is a, is a piping um, product based in, um, business.
0: Right, and um, and the sort of the geographic scope of CST higher.
1: Again, nationally, we've got fleet working in Northern Territory, WA. Not sure, yeah, South Australia, um, New South Wales, and certainly Queensland. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's anything in Victoria or Tasmania. Currently. Right. Sure. So they work everywhere. It, it go in, and the fleet is designed and manufactured to uh, for major project work. Mm-hmm. So it's off highway trucks. Very specialised in, in service trucks, fuel trucks, crane trucks of various sizes and configurations, um, 4 by 4 buses, we have the light vehicles, the Hilux and so on um, and right up to big, we've got 6x6 six six fuel trucks, we've got 8x4 crane tilts so everything that might, we're in fact just recently started building into Prime Movers as, as well so basically anything in the way of a truck fleet that's needed on a project mm-hmm we've got it. Right. So you loved your
0: Tonka trucks when you were a kid. <laughs> Don't recall that. <laughs> <laughs> so sounds certainly. like a, a big uh, big truck playground. So John, I understand that uh, PSS has uh, successfully won a fairly major award recently.
1: Well, not quite won it yet, but it's been selected as a finalist of uh, the APGA, which is the Australian Gas Pipeline Association. Uh, Haven't Uh, Suppliers Innovation Award and um, we've put forward one of our basic products Uh, as I say it's an unsexy product, it's a pipe cone that holds a pipe off the ground uh, it's become very successful and very popular in the last couple of years since we introduced them and yeah it's one of five finalists in this year's award so pretty proud of that but it also reflects that we're always looking for uh, innovation and I guess that's across both companies as well with the you know CST's brought in um, some new products like the 4x4 buses and, and uh, the bigger crane trucks and the 6x6 fuel trucks, they're all unique in, in the marketplace in a lot of ways and PSS is always bringing on new different products that are unique and, and different and provide a, a client with a far better outcome. And so how
0: does that work, I mean you've, uh, because you are essentially a distributor of products but are these products that you you understand the client's need, so you kind of invent them in-house, or do you go to your suppliers and, and, and make recommendations to them? I
1: don't know, we'll take the pipe cones for argument. There is a bit of history behind that. When I started PSSS eight years ago, I set out with a mission to find a an alternative to the timber skid, because on every pipeline uh, that's built, they literally use thousands of timber skids, and mm-hmm. that's timber that can never be used again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a mission and I, we made our own. We tried all different mixes of polyurethane and, and, um, and, and even imported some um, plastic roll sleepers out of the US to see mm-hmm. if they'd work. And then eventually I come across a couple of companies and one in the States, one in Canada that made, they don't call them pipe cones, we rebranded them as pipe cones but designed to hold the pipe above the ground uh, and so, yeah, we we uh, brought the first shipment in maybe three years ago, um, and yeah, they've been going pretty strong since. So.
0: Oh, fantastic. Well, so, uh, it's nice to get some uh, public recognition.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, so now I've got to do a, a, um, a spiel on it in a few weeks to hopefully get enough people to vote for it to be the winner.
0: Okay, and then they do some grand dinner and everybody all tucks up and... Uh, <laughs>
1: Well, normally, yes, but the (laughs) conference has been um, cancelled again this year, so it'll be a virtual ceremony. Uh
0: Tuxedo by Zoom.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Very good. Tuxedo top and thongs on the bottom,
0: yeah. (laughs) You've been looking in my wardrobe. (laughs) Fantastic. And so, Nick, how do you fit into all of this?
2: So, um, hey, I I guess essentially um, uh, I'm a business investor. Uh, You know, I loosely term private equity um, I yeah, currently uh, invest in thirteen companies across Australia, New Zealand, and the UK, and um, uh, have known John for for some time, uh, probably a decade or so now. And um, uh, first uh, invested in a project that John had done, probably in twenty World. twenty yeah twenty thirteen something like that, which so was that just was... a short term okay. uh, yeah pre CST, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know it was a nine months very specific project. Um, where um, you know John had been an acquaintance at that stage and had an opportunity came up where um, there was uh, room for investment and support within that both with equipment and um, uh, and with capital and so um, uh, myself and uh, my investment partners uh, first got acquainted with John through that project and uh, noticed that John was uh, you know you know very very proficient in the space particularly the pipeline space and um, and ran the project really, really well, uh, all went well. We all walked away with smiles on our faces. And so um, a few years later when John mentioned um, that he was looking to start CST Hire as a uh, plant equipment or predominantly vehicle hire business, um, of course we were only too delighted to uh, to join in the fun and uh, invest with uh, both capital and, um, and also as a non-executive director in the business uh, to help support uh, you know, what's a, a fast-paced and very fast-growing business, and, um, you know, delighted to say over four years, you know, we've had phenomenal growth year on year, each and every year, and, um, you know, John's certainly, you know, as he explained, got a lot of experience within that particular area. Um, myself, I've got, you know, uh, probably 20, coming up 25 years uh, with an industrial, heavy industrial background as well. I founded... Um, Co-founded and CEO of Hyundai Construction Equipment Australia in 2003 and uh, you know grew that uh, company quite significantly as well. So I kind of knew a lot around that um, civil construction, uh, earth moving, uh, mining and mining services uh, side of the business. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was very complimentary actually, because a lot of um, John's experience and my experience, whilst I guess you would say in the same sandpit to some degree, you know, coming from different angles, and um, so, you know, I think it's it's been a really, you know, really great relationship, and um, you know, I think it shows in the success of the business. Mm. And um, you know, I guess uh, by having a, you know, putting a board in place really early on in the growth of a business obviously helps with the development of that, and, and we've been able to put really strong structures in place for the growth of both companies with PWS and CST higher um, to you know, give the platform for these businesses to you know, grow well and be profitable, sustainable businesses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, um, you know, it's been a really good partnership through that. Um, as I say, I invest in a lot of other companies and, you know, um, CST Hire and PWS are among the, some of the most fun
0: that we have Excellent.
2: with those investments.
0: And it's, uh, it's great to hear uh, businesses that are doing well, particularly over the last sort of 12 to 18 months during this COVID period. You hear about um, you turn on the news and you know it 's just twenty four hours of just the world 's falling to pieces, and everybody's having such a terrible time and and yet, I know for my own business you know this eighteen month period has been very positive and also for a lot of the organizations that we work with so yeah interesting to um, to hear perhaps your take on you know it, looking at the numbers I mean your business has grown phenomenally you know since um, a greenfield start. What do you put that down to? You know, are there there particular things that you look at watching trends and and to take opportunities or is it more uh, intuitive or is it just kind of, it fell in my lap and I don't know why, but I'm very grateful.
1: (laughs) No, there was uh, in the early days of COVID uh, and Nick particularly um, provided some very firm and um, instinctive guidance that um, we put some groundwork in place. And we're pretty proud that across both businesses. We didn't have to lay off any staff. No staff lost time, um, and you know we we're able to at least stay maintain the status quo. And certainly with CST, um, it continued to grow because mm-hmm. one thing we did find in the pipeline space was that projects that were underway at the start of COVID continued, and our um, drop didn't happen for three or four months because when those projects finished they stopped and there was Mm -hmm. nothing to replace them. And so we were getting a little bit too cozy there for the first three or four months. And all of a sudden it hit us and and we had to adapt like everyone else. Mm -hmm. And now it's
0: uh, almost the end of uh, 2021. And uh, hopefully, you know, as we hit our 80% vaccination rate or whatever the latest thing will be, you know, it'll be back to sort of the post COVID normal. So when you're looking out to the future, you know, perhaps not 10 years in the future, but over the next couple of years, What are some of the things that you're excited about for the company?
1: Again, uh, most businesses are are getting back to normal and disregarding the, uh, or working within the constraints that COVID or the government are are forcing us to live with. But it's not stopping projects, it's projects are going ahead, they may be delayed but they are going ahead. Businesses, you know, there's opportunities businesses are taking them uh, and we're very confident and buoyant about the opportunities. in front of both businesses for the next um, two to three years at least. You know, okay. In reality it will almost probably extend out to five in my view. So.
0: And and is that within what it has been your traditional business yeah. or are you seeing
1: you know movement into new markets or new geographies or other things like that? Um, again, we're essentially in the construction space. CST's mm. fleet is designed to uh, work on major construction sites away from the cities mm-hmm. uh, whether it be a, a rail line or a pipeline or something it's or a, a greenfield mine site going, yeah, that's, t- that's where the core of the product uh, the fleet works. Uh, PSSS as I said before is more piping or pipeline focused so we're dependent but at the end of the day there's an awful lot of work being built um, improving water supply to towns and regional Australia uh, gas supply and and all that got to keep going mm-hmm. to keep the fires burning. So, mm-hmm. and Nick, what about for you? I mean, involved in private equity,
0: you are no doubt looking at opportunities on an almost daily basis, I imagine. And uh, so, what is it about you know uh, these two businesses that excite you to want to remain involved?
2: Oh, look. Um, so yeah, th- there is there is some core industries um, that that we sort of seek to invest in. And um, you know infrastructure is is you know heavily you know we were heavily weighted towards infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um, and these bu- businesses both, are aimed at supporting infrastructure projects right across Australia now. The federal government has a 10-year infrastructure plan, which is $110 billion uh, to be spent just federally across those 10 years, these next 10 years. So, um, you know, that kind of underpins our confidence, I guess, through um, all the projects. You know, we, we have a massive pipeline of projects for both of these businesses um, that, you know, are, are underpinned by this federal uh, mandate, I guess, to to get these uh, these infrastructure projects going. So that that provides huge confidence. Um, you know also you know resources is, is a really is a really uh, big sector here. Well, here in Australia and around the world, and, and CST is is really um, making the most of supporting. Uh, the construction of, you know, the resources sector. So new mines coming online, um, you know, as as coal and, and iron ore perhaps go a little out of favour, or certainly coal a little out of favour, um, but, you know, we see the rise of um, zinc, lead, um, you know, all of those things, and, and precious metals too, gold, gold and silver, mm-hmm. and of course copper that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. So there's still huge demand for resources, which of course, you know, Australia is such a great... Uh, country to live in um, because we, we've got so many of those resources available so you know those are sectors that we really like mm-hmm. and um you know these this business or these businesses support those sectors really mm-hmm. well so yeah exciting look, times
0: i look i i think australia we are so fortunate in that uh the GFC, we pretty much dodged the bullet, not through any great management of, by government, but because we've just got stuff in the ground that people want. And uh, and then, of course, we've dodged COVID to a large degree because we're an island a long way away from anywhere else, and we could relatively easily mm. shut our borders. So I don't think our government can put their hand on their heart and say, oh, we did such an awesome job. We're just very, so lucky to be here. And it, it, it just, you know, another thing, uh, you mentioned there are so many different types of mining operations happening in Australia. Mm. We've, we've just recruited the marketing manager for um, a silica mine in far north Queensland that is the largest producer of the highest quality silica in the world. Mm. Um, and so, uh, you know, we sit here, you don't hear about these stories, but here's this little mining company in uh, in uh, in Brisbane that's doing this incredible stuff. So um, yeah, I, I, it's, it sounds like it's a fascinating place to be. And, and I'm so... Uh, uh, excited for both of your businesses. Um, I think you've got uh, great times ahead. And, uh, and so I really uh, have appreciated having a chat to you about them today. And John, I think we were mentioning just uh, prior to turning the mics on that you're a person who loves to travel. And uh, so no doubt this, um, uh, this uh, COVID period has been frustrating that part of your life. Uh, so if we were not in COVID, where would you be uh, racing off to for some grand adventures?
1: i was got a backlog now built up. Um, my wife is uh, very good at planning these holidays, and we most probably got about five years of different holidays <laughs> lined up. So, yeah, the opportunity to start doing it again will be good. Oh, certainly, well. even though it might sound um, a bit over the top, it's something that I have missed certainly. And the other thing, I'm used to travelling for business regularly, and all of a sudden I haven't done that for eighteen months, uh, and it, it changes your um, outlook on things. So.
0: Are you one of these people that would go to the airport and sit on a plane just to eat the meal and then get off <laughs> nah. again? You know, that people <laughs> do that, though. I've heard that, yeah.
1: yes. Uh. I've I Singaporeans uh, Singapore <laughs> filled their planes up just for people to go and sit on, have a meal, and get off again. So <laughs> good, good luck to them.
0: Oh, well, you know, whatever place you made, I suppose. Well, on that note, thanks very much for your time and have a fantastic afternoon. Thank you much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Arete podcast with Richard Triggs. If you'd like a free copy of Richard Triggs' book, Uncover the Hidden Job Market, How to Find and Win Your Next Senior Executive Role, please visit uncoverthehiddenjobmarket.com to register your details. The Arete podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air podcast network.